When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Out of paper, out of stock. There's friendly faces around the block. Break loose from the chains that are causing you pain. Call Michael and Stanley, Jim Dwight Creed, call Andy and Kelly. For your business paper needs or Dundamip, then the people purses paper people. Dundamip, then the people purses paper people. Dundamip, then the people purses paper people. Hello and welcome to the Michael Scott Podcast Company, a show for fans of The Office by fans of The Office. I'm your host and coordinating director for Emerging Regions, Sean Roney. And with us, as always, is our producer in the warehouse, Mr. Alex Ward. Yes, I'm telling you, you have to get tested for herpes. Goodbye. So long, Donna. (laughs) No Edwin today. Uh, Edwin is in in Nam, Vietnam. That's right. On on some work. Vietnam. He's he's flying choppers out of Saigon for a couple weeks. So... uh, Hopefully he gets out of there safe. We, we hope he's all right. He went text silent uh, <laughs> after yeah. getting to Vietnam, but uh, we did see we an email, so thank goodness. Maybe his international phone plan doesn't work there for some reason. Anyway, he's not on here because he, he can't text, but he's he's the time difference has reached uh, <laughs> an undoable difference. He's, while he's finally gone too far, yeah, <laughs> to talk about the office. <laughs> Um, pushing the boundaries of time zones, <laughs> but yeah, no Edwin today. So you get you get Shawnee boy and myself uh, picking through Lizard. some voicemails. Yeah, and uh, by the way, every week we get together and talk about our oh, favorite yeah. show, NBC's The Office. If this is your first time listening, um, I love this TV. It- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this week is a voicemail episode. So yeah, let's dive in. Yeah. I don't, uh, we don't really need to do much housekeeping other than I want to do a quick plug for our store, mspcstore.com. Quick yeah. plug for uh, our Patreon, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, Check $5 it. $5 a month, patreon.com slash Michael Scott. Exclusive benefits, uh, including ad-free episodes, including exclusive monthly mailbags, which we just dropped a doozy for Thanksgiving. Uh, you guys were fantastic at the holiday Boom. questions. We also... Um, have uh, ex- uh, our our first two episodes of our new show, which will be launching in at some point in December. Uh, Captive audience mm-hmm. are available on there as well as all of our other bonus series about other TV shows. So lots of good stuff at your fingertips there. Um, yeah. So yeah, check us out on Patreon. It's a great way to support the show. Thank you to our Scott's Tots. Let's get Let's into it. it. Uh, how about we play this one from Emma? You betcha. Oh, let me. Pull up the right page here on my laptop. There it is. Here we go. Emma from Wisconsin. This is Mike Tyson. Just kidding. It's Emma (laughs) from Wisconsin. Um, I've been re-watching The Office for the 8 billionth time, and I'm like halfway through Season 2, Episode 3, Office Olympics, a classic, and it just blows me away how different Jim is in these first couple seasons versus the end of the show. And I know this is something that's been talked about 4,000 times already, but I just, I don't think that season one, two, three, or even season four, Jim, Mm. would treat Pam the way he does in season nine. I just, I don't understand it. I hate it. I hate later season Jim. Hmm. I do. And I just needed to get that off my chest. Thanks. Bye. (laughs) 
<laughs> Thanks, Emma. Um, I like this uh, this because it it doesn't feel like something we talk about very ah. much. You know, I mean, obviously, there's big big character shifts. Like Kevin Malone is you know completely different by the end of the show. Uh, what a is a waste. good example. But uh, yeah, what do you what do you think about this, this take is, that Jim? Early season, Jim would never treat Pam. This I, way. It's yeah, it is true. We've sort of never talked about this. I would, I would, when I look at the landscape of a character is how they change throughout the show. I'm like, I don't think that I would. Put, I wouldn't put Jim high on the list of like characters that change the most from the beginning of the show to the end. I would no, say, no, actually, between him and Dwight, it's probably the most, and Pam too. They're pretty steady the entire time uh, in terms of kind of their core who they are versus yeah like you see kevin you see andy even oscar angela all of them kind of have some much larger swings in their personalities uh, kind of who they are by the end of the show i'm guessing that i'm guessing emma's talking about you know the athlete you know secret that that he's keeping from pam putting some of their money into it without telling her all these sorts of things mm -hmm. um i mean look beginning of this show jim's in his what probably late 20s trying to Try, you know going after a girl who's right. engaged like he's courting right. like the first four seasons of this show he's courting pam you know like he is he is doing mating dances. It does, like he's different he's trying to he's trying to make that work and then when they're married they have kids like it's it's gonna change by the end it yeah it is it is i mean it is kind of like his number one like goal i guess is just to is like his love for pam and wanting to be with yeah. pam in those early it's seasons character um i mean i guess besides the whole i mean you know the whole karen Filippelli stuff though in season three you know when pam is single and kind of wants to be friends and jim you know is is uh keeping her at an arm's length i don't know Filipellers, how they hanging <laughs> forgot i had that drop it does Hell yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, it. Uh, but yeah, it does feel like for him to all of a sudden in season nine and not that he's fully like this, but for him to in season nine be like, "Ugh, wife and kids holding me back from my from yeah. my, my sports with the boys dreams. You know, it's mm -hmm. just like. It, it does seem like a stretch, but I I mean. Both. You know, Pam kind of hurt Jim in, you know, season two, at the end of season two, by, you know, staying with her fiance, which is right. Not, not really her. And then, yeah, and then not, not her bad. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, and man, if you're like dating and then married and you are in the same office together every day and for a long time, they literally sit at the same desk. Mm -hmm. uh uh cluster um yeah i guess after a while he started having you know more important dreams or I, I mean that's <laughs> the thing is is there's an argument here that jim in season nine is kind of back to season one jim in terms of like those early talking heads with jim he's just like he i'm so bored i could be here for years and years and years and yeah. he does not want that yeah. and i think once he's like hit that point again he's he, he got the girl they've married they've had kids i think he's back to that point where he's like am i do i want my kids to <laughs> think about me as just i stayed in the sales job for my entire life or is he like i kind of want to do this right. and he doesn't treat pam well and that he doesn't communicate and he's not that honest up front and he's not Mm -hmm. forthcoming that that's not great that's that's yeah. that's bad but it's also like kind of in line with jim a little bit i wouldn't say he's totally out <laughs> of character like i think he just changes any kind of i think he, yeah. i think once he gets his head above water from getting married and kids he's sort of like hey there's still this thing that i've been dreaming yeah. of and is it great to put most of their nest egg into it without pam not at all terrible um I'd say that's a much bigger infraction kind of than the argument you'll hear was just like, well, Pam did that to Jim in season five by just quitting her job mm -hmm. without telling. And it's like, well, yeah, right. okay, they're right. still in the same building. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's <Yeah>. not, <laughs> they're not moving the family to a different state. So it's not quite the same. But all that is to say, yeah. I don't know if it's totally out of character with Jim.
but it is not also not great. But hey, she's it's, one step close to that brownstone now. I'd say it's uh in uh, season nine. Um, athlete is the new Pam, and Roy <laughs> is you know some other partner that they go with over Jim. So he, he can't uh, he can't stand uh, to let it happen again. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, that's a good question. That's we're I probably like going to say this yeah. a lot today, I like the... but I wish Edwin was here to get his take. I do too. I almost found myself like leaving room for Edwin to respond after you had said your piece, I and I was like, "Oh wait, he's not here." <laughs> um, we all miss him. I'm sure the listeners do too. Yeah, love you, buddy. Uh, next, uh, next voicemail from Sarah. Sarah Kaya comes in. No, just Sarah. Hey guys, this is Sarah from Ohio. I am still pretty far behind catching up right now, and I'm listening to your karaoke episode, and you were discussing what song Phyllis and Bob would sing. 100% they would sing Love Shack, and they would kill it, and it would be hilarious. I just had to tell you that, and I hope you have a good day. Bye. Yeah. Yeah, Love Shack's pretty good. I like that take. I like to imagine Bob Vance singing like the guy from the B-52s. That's... yeah. <laughs> a little back a little uh back and forth between bob and yeah. phyllis I, arrested development already did this joke but i could also see them doing afternoon delight skyrockets in flight yeah yeah i could just <laughs> but, uh, but i want to hear bob do it in like a baritone or bass like thinking up you's working on my appetite when i'm talking to a little afternoon delight Rub yeah i you know how Michael's singing voice is definitely like it's like um that like guy in in mass mm. like singing. You know what I mean? Like it's a very it's a very church it's a very church pew yeah <laughs> singing style. I could see Bob having a little bit of yeah. that. Yeah. As well, I could yeah. yeah totally. <laughs> Like I, yeah, I, it would not. Bob, uh, Bob is a is a bass in the choir at their local Presbyterian church for sure. <laughs> I could see that. Yeah, he's a pinnacle of the community. But uh, I, you know, he's he strikes me as a yeah. guy, Bob, that's got two or three karaoke songs, and those are, he'll he'll never do anything outside those. Like he does karaoke mm-hmm. at the hall at the at his company party once a year, twice a year maybe. Mm-hmm. After after a few mm-hmm. uh, whiskey mm-hmm. sours. Yeah, he lets everyone else have their yeah. fun. Then he gets up and he does. I think he warms up with a Johnny Cash. Some Blink-182. <laughs> well, we went very different directions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Johnny Cash. Oh, absolutely. I think he starts with a little Johnny Cash. Ring of Fire. Just, yeah, that's yeah. his hit. People know he's going to do it. It's like, Bob's going to do yeah. Ring of Fire. It's going to be fire. Everybody sings along yeah. with him. Then yeah. he brings up, and then, you know, Willis, Willis, Phyllis gets a few glasses Phyllis. of wine in her, <laughs> brings her up. They do... Love Shack. He's like twirling her. <laughs> they kind of doing that that old step back and forth. They, yeah. they do Love Shack, and then <laughs> end of the night, Bob closes it down with Super Freak by Rick James, and uh, oh, and damn. that's just foreplay for for him and that is a good one. Phyllis, Phyllis, sorry, I've got <laughs> penis on the brain. All right, uh, thanks, Sarah. Question, Sarah. Let's move on to Amanda, uh, who called in from Kentucky. What's up? What's up, my nerds? This is Amanda in Kentucky. <laughs> um, I'm a little behind. I'm just finishing up jury duty um, from a few weeks ago. And um, Sean was surprised that Edwin thought that um, didn't think that Oscar was implying that Philip was Dwight's baby. But mm. I never thought about it that way either. I always thought Oscar just had so much to talk about because he says, I don't know which thread to follow. And he's so excited that he had to tell somebody something. So he told Dwight, you know, I'm, I told her I wouldn't tell anybody this, but, um, you know, I, I never thought that Oscar made the connection that Dwight and Angela may have been together. So it might be his baby. So, um, so I never thought that way. Um, uh, I've, I still don't think that's what it is. Like, it's just not the feel I get from that scene. So I think it's funny how we all interpret things a little differently. So anyway, um, hope y'all are doing amazing. It's almost Thanksgiving, and I'm super excited. So um, enjoy your turkey day. 
and uh, I'll call back soon. Thanks, Amanda. I hope you enjoyed your turkey day as well. Yeah. And I'm sorry that Edwin isn't here to hear that. Um, we did we did get other responses saying kind of the same thing that yeah. that they that people didn't think that Oscar was. And this is in regards to um, when Angela gives birth in the episode Jury Duty, and Oscar realizes it's you know n- not a premature baby, uh, a premature birth. Um, he tells Dwight like right away. And I was saying that, you know, Oscar is really stirring the pot by telling Dwight that he thinks basically that he thinks that the baby is Dwight's. And, and Edwin was like, I didn't ever see it that way. I just saw it as Oscar just really, really wanted to gossip with somebody. Um, And people have responded to us kind of on Edwin's side. Uh, I'm here to say that I will die on this hill. (laughs) I, I am not swayed in the slightest Oscar. Like he doesn't need to gossip with Gabe and Kevin and Aaron are all there to witness it. So I know that they're all kind of dumb, but it's not like Oscar holds Dwight in much more high regard. And again, and insulting and small. <laughs> I mean, ag- again, Oscar knows all about Dwight and Angela's affairs. He mm-hmm. knows that they've had sex on his desk. <laughs> he knows that Where they Dwight? were sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> and he knows that, like, Angela was cheating on Andy with Dwight for, you know, basically her entire relationship with Andy. He he can only assume that all this secrecy around when the baby was conceived is probably once again related to her still having an affair with Dwight. So he also knows the senator's gay. He also knows the senator's gay. Right. He also knows the senator's gay. (laughs) He knows who he's like, hmm, who was sleeping with Angela that wasn't the senator because it wasn't the senator. (laughs) It was probably Dwight. Like, he probably know. Yeah. Like, I'm just like, Oscar's like the smartest guy in the office. He he, (laughs) if anyone's going to figure put this together and he is actively trying to to figure it out. He's like, I don't know which thread to follow. Um, He this is this is him telling Dwight. Why does this always happen to me? Ah! (laughs) Telling Dwight, that is probably your baby. Just saying. Just so he knows. And maybe he so, doesn't know, but he 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 has he has some evidence. Like he doesn't know for sure, but he's like, dude, you should know. Ain't no way this happened when she says it happened. Ain't no way. Um. Yeah. I. Uh, oh. I. Uh, I. And I do think it's. I do enjoy when when we all read something differently. But I'm. But I'm. Yeah. I'm here to say I'm. Uh, I'm. I'm hardcore for this uh, theory. That, that Oscar is uh, actively trying to <laughs> stir some shit up. I think you don't know um, what you're saying. <laughs> Actually, I meant to play this one. I was wrong. I'm wrong. Is everyone happy? <laughs> uh, so, anyways, I, look, I'm good, sure, uh, I'm sure Edwin field. will come back and uh, tell me. Yeah. You know, next week he'll be here to say, okay, well, dude, I, you know what, Sean? I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. I'm gonna be a Samwise Gamgee here, and I'm gonna I'm gonna carry you up that yes. hill when you fall. I'm with Thanks, you, buddy, Mr. Frodo. I'm I'm taking you all the way to the mountain. Come at us. <laughs> <laughs> Try and stop us, dude. Try and you think stop that us. you think that ring's not getting into the lava of Mount Doom? You're crazy. Thank, Send your little golems at us. Thank you so much, Amanda. Thanks for calling. Uh, how about uh, how about Luke? What up, MSPC? This is Luke from Louisville. You don't need to ask how I'm doing because you already know I'm fine, bitch. I'm fine. <laughs> hey, you all consistently say that season eight and season nine I'm fine, are by bitch. far the worst, which I, I don't disagree I'm with. Fine. It can't all be bad. So I'd be interested to see maybe a draft episode or just kind of talking through what are some of your favorite episodes from season eight and season nine? Um, mm. Hope y'all have a good one. Appreciate it. Now y'all need to go, go get back after it. Get back to work, shoot, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect delivery on yeah. 
on that. Uh, uh, I'm pulling up a list of episodes. Yeah, you do it. Um, I mean, I, I, I like this. Uh, I like this challenge. Uh, here, Luke. Um, and and maybe we should do a draft. Uh, I will say that I like. I definitely like season eight more than nine, which oh, yeah. is kind of odd oh, yeah. because Greg Daniels com- is coming back in season nine, and he tries to ground the show a little bit more and make it, you know, no more Florida stuff. You know, we're we're in the office. Um, but I, you know, it's just, it's just Mitch. It's just missing. Like I, I agree that's a good idea, but man, it's missing Michael. You know, that's like nine is yeah. it's just or do it with a better manager, make Andy mm-hmm. not a villain. I don't know. The, the 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 Andy stuff is weird. I just like you know. Uh, but anyways, let's get back to Luke's question. What yeah. what are the things that we like in season eight and nine? I, I mean, I've been on record. Like season eight has really grown on me over the years. Uh, it's I don't actually, I don't hate it. I, I like it. I like season eight. I mm-hmm. would I put it mm-hmm. above any season. Prior to that, probably not. Um, but it's close, you know. It's mm-hmm. it's pretty darn good. The more I come back to it, I mean, this is and this is why it's I think so much better than nine. Is you bring in Robert California, who again a lot of people don't like. He's super weird. James Spader was super weird. The character, however, just works for me a lot on The Office. Like mm-hmm. as far as adding that piece to the puzzle. This is what season nine dearly missed is like it has Andy in this bastardized version of Andy as the boss. But having Robert California there, Andy's still manager, but he still has this person he's trying to impress, live up to, whatever. And by the end of it, it obviously doesn't he, he's he hangs up on Robert um, in kind of his triumphant moment from the season for Andy. But throughout, like it gives us a lot of, I think, great episodes. Like, I think the list is awesome. I think. Garden yeah, party's fantastic. A... Pool party's I, I, fantastic. Mrs. California's I'm, fantastic. Like these are great episodes. I'm looking at I'm looking at Tallahassee. This, this is just a this really is a really good episode. Oh, Nelly, I mean, yeah. I mean, first Nelly, of all, Nelly yeah, really Nelly on me. The more I like Nelly, the more I like season eight. It's kind of kind of goes hand in hand. Yeah, it's it's uh it's great. Nelly's part specifically in this episode is just fantastic. I mean, we mm-hmm. use a lot of drops from this episode. Um, you get the return of Todd Packer, <laughs> yep. especially, you know, and then uh, yep. and then the whole thing with uh, Dwight having appendicitis and thinking that Jim has poisoned him. Like, yep. I mean, all that stuff with Dwight is incredible. Him being him being rolled out on the stretcher <laughs> and calling uh, baby, you know, or um, uh, calling Moe's. And then, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I. uh yeah, this is a this is a great uh, yeah. The Tallahassee episode is really really good. I would definitely that would be a top pick for me. I think the first two thirds of eight are are great. I do think once you get to like last day in Florida and get the girl, mm. from there on it's it's not awesome. I think it kind of I think it loses a lot of steam at the end. Um, the get the girl. We're we're driving across. We're driving down to Florida and back. Then I mean, welcome party, angry Andy, fun fundraiser with the dogs. It mm-hmm. just gets a little. That's... It just gets a little. It loses its way a bit here. Um, I think. I think Free Family Portrait Studios have you know fairly strong end. Yeah. Um, to the season, but until then, there's there's just not turf war is okay, but it feels like filler because it is. Um, but that said, I think everything start of season eight up sure. through. Is, is Tallahassee good. after hours is solid. Great. Yeah. And and if we're looking at season nine, I mean Dwight Christmas is a fantastic, yeah. you know, Christmas episode. That's a lot of fun. I mean, I'm so glad that we, you know, st- you know, still got something like that mm-hmm. out of uh season nine. And um I wanna say I think the pumpkin stuff is in season nine too, when he's got the pumpkin head. I can't find it, mm-hmm. uh, which episode specifically. Um people are screaming. I like that. Suit Warehouse. Um, I'm weird. I like that episode. I think it's fun. I mean, Star- Starmageddon is just like such a wild premise for mm-hmm. an episode that I-, I feel like I was like describing Starmageddon to somebody recently and they were just like, what? I do not remember this episode. <laughs> I was like, yeah, it's weird, man. It, it's, it feels it's like you dreamed it or something. Yep. Yeah. It just gets so insane. But, um, 
but uh here comes yeah, trouble so, has its moments you get to i feel like it's season a lot nine, of andy for me it's a lot but, of andy but it does close some i don't know closes some some storylines like you finally sure. get to see here comes trouble at least the new version yeah you get broccoli rob you get yeah Stephen you know Colbert. that that's um, nine it's just tying up loose ends right yeah, a lot of a lot of the Jim and Pam drama happening in, in Here Comes Treble, though, too, that, you know, but uh, but yeah, anyways, I like the idea of doing a draft, um, sure. picking our good stuff, stuff we like from seasons eight and nine. Uh, maybe we'll we'll put something yeah. like that together. And look, Great suggestion. AARM and the finale, those are in season nine. And those, yeah. you know, as as much as you don't like them, like those are those are the finale is good. Yeah. Finale slaps. So. And it counts as season nine. Yeah. So it's, it's eligible true. and uh that's a good one. So sorry. Sorry, Luke. Um get back to work, shoe bitch. <laughs> let's uh you know what? Let's skip this second next one on the list. Okay. I wanna save that uh, sure. for when we have Edwin with us. Sure. Um and uh let's play one from Austin. Hmm. Uh the headquarters of Athlete, in fact, down in Austin. What's up, my nerds? Uh, my name is Austin, first time caller, long time tot. I'm calling from the road, but I'm from Dunder Mifflin Hancock. That's Michigan's Upper Peninsula. If you're familiar, nice. the Boy, snowy, snowy north of Michigan that nobody knows about. Uh, I'm calling today just to say how stoked I am for your guys' new podcast. But the thing is, you've already made me watch three new TV shows that I've never seen before. And while I'm better for it, I think we should be able to hold you guys to a captive audience oh. every now and again. Oh. But the tots vote on what we think you guys should watch. And my suggestion would be the TV show Jury Duty. Uh, it's been described as the Truman Show meets The Office. And a couple of office writers are producers on it. And since I'm on the oh. road, I'm not going to look up who that is because that would be dangerous. I uh, but yeah. I think you guys really like it. It's pretty wild. Uh, premise, jury duty documentary. One guy thinks it's real. Everyone else is an actor, and they just screw with this guy's head, and I feel really bad for him. But also, he's a really good guy, and I just love watching it. So, yeah, give, give it a shot. See if you like it. Uh, oh, shoot. I am getting pulled over for talking on my cell phone. All right. I'll talk to you guys later. Bye. <laughs> Thanks, Austin. Um, yeah, Lee Eisenberg and Gene Stupnitsky uh, hey. are the creators of Jury Duty. I don't, I've, I didn't even realize that. We have gotten um, several suggestions to watch Jury Duty. This is a great idea. So, and then also, if you haven't heard, we're we're gonna start a new podcast called Captive Audience, where we make each other watch things uh, that that uh, th- you know each other hasn't seen or that we like and and the others haven't seen. Um, what we were talking about, actually, and I think this idea actually came from your call, Austin, uh, was that we, you know, moving forward, like when we make a new Patreon or whatever we end up doing with the new show, that would be something that that we could do as a bonus um, yeah. thing is have 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 the uh, have the Patreon vote on what to make us watch. Um, and if all of you can yeah. come together and choose something <laughs> chairs awesome. or copier <laughs> i mean i guess we could give them a large list like because we need to sit down I, and make a big list of stuff like we need to make a list yeah. of stuff we haven't seen that would that would yeah, qualify sure. for this show and maybe put that all out there and be like all right you guys choose from this yeah giant master list you know you make us we, do it um but we all you know we do take suggestions and we we would like to move to a point where we have guests on the show who bring something that we have to watch uh, sure no matter how small or obscure that could be the other category so uh and uh yeah jury duty that we keep getting suggestions for so maybe we'll just end up doing that for patreon yeah uh in the future because i still have not seen it Are you, oh i i did i have seen it you watched it i okay, sure okay. did i really really enjoyed it i, I loved it uh, I mean, I've heard, I've only heard great things. I think sometimes I'm almost, I don't know about you, but sometimes I'm almost like, once I start hearing a lot of really good things about something, I'm like, well, let's not start that. Cause like, I can't like, I'm tired and I kind of just want to look at my phone and tomorrow we can't watch anything. I like, I don't know. I kind of just want to, you know, consume yeah. that. Yeah. And, uh, so anyways, I haven't gotten around to it and I, and I, and I'm excited to. Nice. Thanks. Yeah. 
Yeah, dude. All right. Let's play one from Ben. Going to Ben in Arkansas. Hey, guys. This is Ben from Arkansas. Um, I had a story uh, I wanted to tell you. I was, I'm a real estate appraiser, and I was inspecting a bunch of apartments uh, yesterday. And I was on the inspection with, like, uh, an environmental guy. And they had to put a bunch of radon test kits into the apartment units that we went into. And so, like, every single unit we walked into, there were people that would that lived in the apartments. And the guy kept having to go, this is a radon test kit. Uh, we'll be back to collect this in a couple days. Um, we're just going to set it on your counter or whatever. And, like, over and over again, this is a radon test kit, this is a radon test kit. And then, like, it just popped into my mind, like, the third or fourth unit that we walked into of Toby saying, this is a radon test kit. Do not throw these away. Um, and it made me think of you guys. I uh, did not do a good job of telling that story. But um, I'm in a gas station parking lot with my one-year-old behind me. So um, there you go. That's my story. Thanks. Love the pod. Bye. Thanks, Ben. I thought you told that story great. Uh, <laughs> as soon as you said, yeah, he kept going and saying, this is a radon test kit. I could just see Toby. Hey. The way he holds a- it and snaps with the other hand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's one of the best. And just the way looks, that Michael, Michael yeah. I think it's like Michael like turns his head without and then looks and then like, t- like, <laughs> yeah. He, well, he doesn't, he doesn't so move slowly. his body at all. And his neck is so strained. <laughs> And yeah, <laughs> he's looking at it with like indignation. That's one of the best, one of the great bloopers from the show is from that scene because they can't hold it together when he does that look. But it's, here's a good, yeah, here's a good trivia. What does he think it is? It's like he thinks it's an ant trap, and then he thinks it's uh, one yeah, of those one of, cow uh, things. Yeah. <laughs> and then the third time, he knows it's a radon test kit. He just holds it up to the camera. <laughs> <laughs> throws it away, just Spikes rockets it. it into yeah in the trash. Uh, thanks, Ben. That is a, a lot. Not that now, story. Toby. My oh, God, Jesus. get the hell out of here, idiot! What did I do? Any, by the way, anyone, if you're at your workplace, your home, if you find a radon test kit, take a picture, send it to us. <laughs> We're accepting them all. <laughs> uh, all right, moving on here to uh, let's go down to. Erica in uh, Maryland. Hi, this is Erica calling from the Baltimore, Maryland area. Um, catching up on the pod uh, after a little hiatus. I needed a break from you guys. Sure, um, me too. <laughs> and I'm, I'm glad I started off with the teapot episode, these hot takes and questions you all have. My big takeaway is that none of you either scuba or know someone who does. Because your thoughts around what was up with Creed and wanting to know more about scuba diving and everything, I just found it hilarious because I'm very good friends with a scuba diver. It is, it's, it's her life. And she's got people in her life and that's all they do and all they talk about and they volunteer at the local aquarium just to clean the tanks because it gives them a chance to put on the equipment. Like, um, so I'm sure if other listeners uh, get the chance to hear this and they too know a scuba diver, they will also appreciate that if you know a diver, um, that is what it's all about. So th- thank you for listening. Thanks for an amazing podcast. Um, you guys are often the best part of my week. So take care. Oh, Bye. Thanks, Erica. Thank you so much for your call. Um, so I think uh, I think when we talked about this, we were saying like that there must be some goal beyond, you know, that, that Creed needs to scuba dive for. Either that he wants to catch the Loch Ness monster, which he does talk about, or yeah. you know, I think we were like, what if there's some like, you know, he's he's moving drugs that way through some, you know, underwater pipe or something like that. I don't know. I can't remember yeah, exactly what we he's said. Doing runs into Canada through the Great yeah. Lakes. Yeah, but I I like the idea. I think you know what Erica's saying maybe is is really that like you know when Creed says what's this all been about you know what's this all for if I can't scuba what's this all for mm-hmm. it, everything Creed does every scheme he pulls every grift he does mm-hmm. is just to get money so that he can just get in the water and go keep scuba diving. diving that's it just keep diving just be. Just be in that underwater world and, uh, you know, I don't know. You know, That's his bliss. 
I've, you know, this is what I've heard is, is accessing this underwater world. Uh, I mean, it's, it, it's like going into outer space, I think for people, it, it is pure yeah. weightless exploration in places people don't go. And I mean, the ocean is largely unexplored. I think, um, mm-hmm. I remember, I remember reading about where it's like our, we've explored roughly the same percentage of our oceans as we have our observable universe. It's almost the same ratio, which is we've blows my mind. Hum, humans have explored five percent of the ocean, and this is what a, from from again That's from insane. our observable like what we could actually see. <laughs> like we've looked at about five percent of the sky in total you know, over right. all of human history. <laughs> it's like okay, I don't. My brain doesn't know what to do with that information. But all that is to yeah. say, I think I get it. Like I get the scuba thing, hundred percent. I think it's a. I could see it becoming very addicting. I could see it becoming something where you're just like, I got to go on the next scuba trip to a place and explore some stuff. I mean, yeah, it would be very cool. I feel this way about, you know, golf trips and really beautiful yeah. places where I'm like, I'm accessing this place. It's and it all just, special. I just got to get back out there. And yeah. it's a secret. I could just go do it. And, uh, I, I'm, what am I doing for? I'm just trying to get back out there. That's it. I, I get it. Uh, but yeah, I think Creed's, Again, this could be Creed as his performance art over the course of nine seasons where he's just having fun with the documentary crew and playing this character. Or maybe mm-hmm. that's that's all he's doing. But um, yeah. I feel like Scranton isn't a place you'd settle down as a scoop, as a real hardcore scuba right. diver. I don't know. I right. feel like you'd want... I don't know. Maybe it doesn't matter. But uh, something else. Uh, By the way, without looking, Sean, you know, you know scuba is a acronym. Do you know what it stands for? No. Where the word Wait, it scuba? doesn't even have a D for dive. Nope, but it it is an acronym. No, I can't. I can't even think Take of the a first guess? word. No? Okay. C. Yes. <laughs> C. Cucumbers. C. <laughs> Uh, maybe Creed's always going diving in Lake Scranton. There are some lakes around. Sure. Um, like, I, I know like I've got no pack or whatever it's called. Yeah. He would, he should have been ready on that booze cruise, you know, going overboard. What, what is it? What is scuba? Stand I believe for? I am not looking it up right now, but I believe it is a self-contained underwater breathing apparatus. That's, that's pretty good. Yeah. I want to say, am I right? Yes. Uh, self-contained <laughs> yeah oh actually sorry it was self-contained underwater breathing asparagus oh oh sean <laughs> pranked yeah <ya>. okay <laughs> thank you very much uh thank you erica uh next one from emily hey mfcc this is emily from dunder mifflin fred now and i just felt the need to call you guys after i listened to the halloween episode with alex's laser tag um debacle mm. and i was reminded of this time it was my sophomore year in college it was not my freshman year it's my sophomore year anyway i live in an apartment with like three other girls and we got a bill stuck to our apartment door for the cost of the use of a fire extinguisher because i guess there had been a party in the hall or at a department down our hall someone had taken the fire extinguisher off the wall and we got stuck with the bill for it. Oh. So the other girls were like, well, what are we going to do? Like, we're in trouble. We have to pay this. And I was like, no, 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 I had not yet at this point in my life served on a jury. I have now. However, I had done mock trial. So I was familiar with the law. <laughs> so I called the office and I was like, look, we got this thing on our door. I don't really know what to do about this, but this is like not our responsibility. And the lady in the office was, I got it out of her that they had just stuck it to our door because we were the closest apartment to the fire extinguisher and she was like you guys have to pay it which was very similar to that guy being like you have to give me your license and your credit card number and I just like talked her out of it because she had no like grounds to do that and I was like 19 years old but I just kept like pushing and it was very much the Pam to Gabe being like say it say you think I'm lying or say I have the job (laughs) so I just strong armed her into not making it to the fire extinguisher this is a nonsense story but it felt related to the laser tag thing anyway (laughs) hope you guys are having a good day i just felt the need to tell you that love what you guys do i listen all the time and yeah call again soon okay bye thanks emily <laughs> yeah i thought that was great you tied it to alex's story and back to the office with the uh <laughs> with the oh, yeah. uh say it 
Say you think I'm lying. Say, say I have the job. Yeah. Uh, Give me that job. <laughs> Man, I, I like I had a similar thing too. I'm not I, I don't really condone this, but like we had an electrician come out one time and like look at this light that wasn't working. And like, you know, things happen. Like he got dog poop on his shoe and like he oh. like almost walked it in and that but then he didn't and that but then like anyways he looked at the thing and he couldn't fix it and he kind of just told me like you should buy this thing and do it yourself, which I eventually figured out how to do with a Mm -hmm. lot of YouTubing and trips to Home Depot. Uh, But then I got a $360 bill from the electrician. And I was just like, dude, nothing happened. Like, like it was basically nothing. Like how on earth? And like, we kind of went back and forth for a while. And like, I remember seeing one time just being like, so you're just not going to pay this. (laughs) (laughs) and i was like i mean like not that like you know i didn't even realize that was an option but (laughs) but it's just like i was just like dude i just like i mean come on like it it, it was like one of the yeah and So I don't know. They might take me to small claims court at some point, but it was just, I mean, and I don't know. I I think, you know, not to say like his time isn't valuable and all that stuff, but it was, it was one time where I was just like, man, I don't, I just don't know. That just doesn't seem, uh, ah." it is. I I send us, I want more of these. Um, I enjoy (laughs) like most people are non-confrontational. But there are just yeah. times when you have to be or like, I, I just I want to hear about successful confrontations that, that didn't involve, you know, that weren't like violent or whatever. But just like, yeah, a time when you were like, no, I ordered a diet, like whatever that thing is. That, uh, yeah. <laughs> like whatever. How low? No, Pammy one, is going to start getting what she wants. Yeah. And don't call me Pammy. <laughs> like there's no no one too small, no one too big. No story too small or big. Just. Yeah. Let us know. I, I love. I love the these mild uh, confrontations. We'll are, call them laser tag stories. Give us your laser tags of no. Yeah. I'm not doing that because I'm pretty sure I don't have to. Um, <laughs> that's a good one though. I like that. So you're just not going to pay it. <laughs> as soon as, <laughs> which again, as soon I didn't as they know was that. It? Like you, you've already won. They're just like yeah. No, I'm just like yeah. No, come you and get it. You just showed your hand. You're just trying <laughs> to see if I'll pay this. Yeah. You know, like it, it was like it was like the cost of him having to like drive out there. I was like, well, where are you guys? I didn't I didn't know that it was <laughs> like that. You're like on the other side of town. Your number just popped up for a Portland yeah. electrician. <laughs> like, it's like it's like when Dwight puts that thing on the big chart of like, or you can give me all the power over everyone. And <laughs> yeah. Michael's like, no, I'm not doing that. And immediately Dwight's like, OK, well, I tried just packs up. He's like, <laughs> yeah. You're not going to do it. OK. Then I'm out. See Fine. You. Yep. Fine. Um, <laughs> anyway, yeah. Send us more, more minor laser tag confrontations. Um, um, let's take a quick break, yeah, and then it. we're going to come back with a couple of screw the teapot Ooh, letter messages, massages. Excuse me if I could get everyone's attention. Big moment. This year's chip leader and winner of this beautiful mini refrigerator, courtesy of Vance Refrigeration, is... You, thanks to DraftKings Casino, play the classics like Blackjack, Roulette, and Slots, plus enjoy exclusive games you can't find anywhere else. Right now, new customers can get a deposit match up to $100 in casino credits when you deposit $5 or more. Your way is the only way to play on DraftKings Casino. Play online, on your time, in your space, and within your means. It's safe, secure, and reliable, so you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you're ready. Download the DraftKings Casino app now. Sign up with the promo code MICHAEL, and new customers get a deposit match up to $100 in casino credits when you deposit $5 or more. Only on DraftKings Casino with promo code MICHAEL. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, West Virginia. Please play responsibly. In partnership with Hollywood Casino at Charlestown Races in West Virginia. 
all games regulated by the West Virginia Lottery. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. 21 and over. Physically present in Connecticut, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, West Virginia only. Void in Ontario. One per opted-in new customer. Minimum $5 deposit, maximum match $100 in casino credits, which require one-time playthrough within seven days. See terms at casino.draftkings.com slash players choice. Restrictions apply. All right, welcome back uh, to our show that's happening right now to you in your ears. Uh, let's Hi. move. We're, we got a couple. Let's just do these back to back. What do you say? Uh, let's go. Two screw the teapot letters. I'm going to hit you right in a row. First, we got Ben in Pennsylvania. Uh, and then we've got uh, Chris down in Syracuse up there with Harry Jenneron. But uh, for now, let's go, Ben, Pennsylvania. Hey, MSPC. It's Ben from Pennsylvania. Uh, screw the teapot letter. I want to see Jan and Clark's trip in Europe. I want to yes. see what that was like. That angry swarm of bees. I want to feel every sting. Thanks for doing this. Keep listening. Excellent. Very, very good one. Yeah, that would that that would be a great like lost episode or or lost cold open yeah. or something. I think they lost the yeah. opportunity to, to get a similar Michael and Jan picture in sandals. I feel like they should have done a similar one oh. in Europe. I don't know what it, it would have been. been so easy. Yeah, could have been, been the move. All right, let's go to Chris here in Syracuse now. Hey, what up, Cynthia? This is Chris calling from Syracuse. I was just listening to your guys episode on the uh, screw the teapot letter ideas. Now I was thinking. Screw the teapot letter. Show me the car ride between Michael and Meredith when Michael took her to the emergency room after he hit her with his car. I feel like there's a ton of comedic bits there that somehow would have made Michael look way worse than he already did. Um, I just think there's a lot of hidden gems there. I mean, it might have been pretty dark with uh, Meredith and uh, severe pain. But, yeah. Uh, anyways, keep up the good work, guys. Love the podcast. <laughs> yeah. That's a good one. Do you do you think that that was a silent car ride or just like her just like screaming at him and being like, oh, God, well, or is it like a, is it like Mr. What Mr. Pink or whatever in the in the back of the car in uh, <laughs> Reservoir Dogs? Oh, yeah, I or think it's it, yeah, I think it's more like I, I think it's a lot of Michael talking, trying to make Meredith feel better and then constantly looking at her in the rearview mirror so he's driving poorly and every sharp turn or bump she's like yes. ah oh, and so i think she's just making pain noises and he's just talking trying to make himself <laughs> and her feel better but mainly himself yeah. uh but a couple of great screw the teapots there um that would be a fun that would be a great especially the dash cam camera which i i find so funny yes. it's just always funny <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah would have been great for that and uh, back to Chris's here reminds me though I this I probably have told this story on the podcast before but like uh, I once got bitten in the face by a co-worker's dog this was like gosh yeah. eight nine years ago now and it, just, it, it was just an old really really old dog it wasn't like a mean dog it just I went in for a face nuzzle and it was so blind that it thought I was a threat or food or something so it just like snapped at me and it's almost almost went through my bottom lip the bite and it was really bad but uh <laughs> that, my co the coworker time she just she was the she had to give me a ride to the right. er to get stitches on my lip and she had to take her dog because it was her dog so i, I had oh to ride God. in the car with this dog the whole way <laughs> and then again it was yeah. a mellow old dog it was just like it was just funny i had to i had to ride along with the thing that she's just me. driving you like so uh do you like dogs? Or? <laughs> <laughs> Not anymore. Like cats. Oh gosh, we know this. Um, but Ben, <laughs> also yeah. back to yours to the 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 Europe trip. I don't know how long was how long was the Jan Clark Europe trip? Couldn't have been that long. I mean, it couldn't have been. Nah. Where do you, do, we don't even know where they went. Three they? three nights. Yeah, Paris. I don't know. You think uh, Madrid? I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think they say France yeah, somewhere, Italy. Maybe they must have gone to multiple places because they would have said the country. I feel like they would have said Spain or France, right? But they just said Europe, so they, maybe they got a little Euro pass and we're doing. Oh, some... probably Amsterdam. 
<laughs> if we're being honest you're right you're right all right we'll leave that one right there uh and move on to um move on to robert robert from in california no i don't know where robert's from let's see hey guys this is robert of california aka bobby from a previous voicemail episode i downloaded episodes of the pod on my watch to listen when running so it's kind of like michael puts his money in his shoe, and then he forgets about it. Because of this, I skip around episodes quite a bit, so you can imagine my surprise when listening to voicemail episode 204, and I hear someone from California, and it's me. That was pretty meta. <laughs> now that I listen to my audio drops versus Alex's, you know, props to him. He does such a good job editing and trimming so that those drops are perfect. And if I can make another request from Edwin, could we hear more of an old-timey news broadcaster? And I didn't forget about you, Sean. We missed you there on the pod during your hand recovery, but glad you're back in the saddle. (laughs) Uh, Finally, in a recent episode, you guys talked about Michael's secret recipe for scrambled eggs, and Edwin volunteering Alex to eat sugar scrambled eggs for episode 300 made me think of Dwight saying, and Aaron will eat garbage for your entertainment. So thank you, (laughs) Alex, for being voluntold to eat some sugar eggs for our Mm. entertainment. Again, keep up the good work, guys, and uh, let's hit 300. Hit three hundo sugar eggs. I did. I did commit to this, and I, I am liking the idea, and I'm hating it, but I'm liking the idea of on episode three hundred. We doing it for three hundred. We finally do the office food, the mayonnaise test. and olives. We do it all: bologna, tomato, um, ketchup sandwich. Oh. Dude, you, okay. Well, what? <laughs> I was gonna bring up your your sandwiches that to me sound like they're made up on the office as well, but. The anchovy radish sandwich was okay. It just wasn't. It, it just. I mean, it just wasn't. It just wasn't all that. Uh, <laughs> it's fine. Uh, I mean, bologna right, well, and ketchup sounds very sweet. Yes, it does. Uh, Almost well, so, the some good ideas eggs. there from Robert for for three hundred, and uh, we will we will make sh- we will make Edwin do his old timey news voice. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, these and, two uh, voicemails that we're going to save for him uh, yeah. will make him respond in his old timey voice. He must have been catching up from a while back from your hand injury because that was not that recent. Yeah. Nah, thumbs working. Do you have a cool scar? Good. By the way, yeah, you can't really see it because it's like sort of in the crease of the knuckle. Oh, sure, but uh, it's working. You know, I mean, it's I I have to. It's crazy because it's been like 10 months or something now since it happened. No, it's less than that. Maybe eight. It's been. Um, but I still got to like, you know, I could be working on it more. I could be doing more of my like, because they just give you like exercises to do and like putty. Like I have some putty that I should be oh. squeezing all the time and stuff. I can't like, you know how you can kind of just bend the tip of your thumb, like isolate the, the tip of your thumb. I can't do that. I have to like the whole thing has to oh, go yeah. down. Yeah. But I almost have full yeah, extension of it. So, so I got to figure out how to get that. Like, nice. I don't know if it's like double jointedness or something. It doesn't really go up all the way, but that's all right. <laughs> Half thumbs up from Sean. It's either all or nothing with Sean. Yeah. Um, like 80 B plus moving 85%. on, moving on. Let's go to, uh, let's go to this one from cadence calling in from St. Charles, Illinois. Hello, this is cadence calling from St. Charles, Illinois. And I don't care if you are gay or straight or a lesbian or overweight, just listen to what I have to say. Uh, <laughs> so I was recently diagnosed with autism and I, in watching the office, I've noticed that Dwight has characteristics of somebody who's also most likely on the autism spectrum. For example, he takes everything very literally, and he doesn't understand really, like, metaphor. Like, when Jim is insisting that he knows nothing about bears, and then he's trying to convince Andy that he really does. Um, He also sees everything really in black and white. He doesn't have very good social skills. For example, like, he's very blunt. He doesn't know how to talk to people very well, I would say. Uh, those are also things I've noticed in myself a little bit. Uh, yeah, so discuss. Now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 <laughs> <laughs> okay. That. 
thank you, Cadence. That is wow. That was a great voicemail. I don't think this has and, ever been brought up, and an incredible take that we have not ever talked about. Like, yeah, I mean, because now I'm looking. Now I'm. I mean, now I'm just kind of pulling up like symptoms of autism in adults on on Google, and yeah, um, finding it hard to make friends, seeming blunt, rude, or not interested in others. Um, I mean, Dwight does that all the time. Yes. Like this is, I mean, Pam, yeah. But like even with Pam uh, when she's when she's um, you know very pregnant and uh, and she kind of asks like you know, if she's still hot or something and Dwight gives her this very like emotionless, like, you know, breakdown of, uh, her attractiveness. Um, man, <laughs> it's, um, reliance on rules and routines. Yeah. Um, yeah. being upset by relatively minor changes, like, uh, the having to wear like the long sleeve shirt or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, <sighs> I mean, I've done some work uh, with many different special need populations and with adults with autism. And like it, it's true. Like every you look at Dwight and I'll say this 100% believe Dwight's family never would have taken him in to get any kind of test done or any no. kind of screening or talk to a <laughs> talk to a doctor about it. Like no way that never ha- that ever, ever, ever happened. Um, but Dwight, I mean, yeah, like he's. Physically, too, like he's not a touchy feely person. I know that can be pretty common. Mm-hmm. People on the spectrum, he's not, he doesn't like to hug. He, you know, like he's not, uh, he, it, it helps explain why he is seemingly maybe gullible to Jim, where he's, it's, it's not really gullible. He just like takes what Jim says at face value and he, right, re- res- responds to that. Uh, yeah. Maybe that's kind of like, um, cause I think, I think one, yeah, one symptom is, is not really like understanding or being able to read people, other people's emotions. So like Mm -hmm. him having a hard time discerning whether or not Jim is being sarcastic or is like lying to him. Um, doesn't make Jim look great. No, well, I mean, I would, what this made me realize too, is we've kind of have this ongoing mini debate about whether or not, you know, Jim is a bad guy and we have our friend Colin Colin who's called in to say <laughs> that um, that you know he thinks that you know Dwight is just a, a, a guy trying to be yeah. good at like do work hard and he's got the broad like, face of well a at his job and Jim is an asshole for you know trying to you know prank him and all he's this other stuff but he's I mean picking on he's him. a bully yeah. Yeah, yeah he's a bully and it's like and if you look at this like man yeah, it's uh, now he's, you know, picking on somebody who's, you know, it's not fair. It's not a fair fight. So uh, I don't know. It's a very interesting take. And I really appreciate the the call cadence. <laughs> That's that is an amusing link. I'd like it sent to me, please. <laughs> you start you start thinking about it. And you go, Yeah, he, it does seem like he's on the spectrum I, for sure. Um, yeah. And maybe this is something that we've talked about. God, we've been talking about the office for so long. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but uh, but no, I I I think that you um, make a very good point. You make a very compelling argument. <laughs> I don't like. I'm I don't, I'm probably never going to remember to clip that uh, drop. But it's so useful. It's too quiet. It's too quiet for the for yeah. the drop board. Fortunately. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Thank you, Cadence. Uh, thank you for writing in, letting us know, um, uh, let us know that take. It's good. Good take. All right. I think we got time for maybe, maybe let's do two, two more. Let's, let's go to, uh, let's go to Kelsey, um, right now. And Kelsey, which, where is that? There it is. Uh, calling in from Tennessee. Insert clever greeting here. Hey, MSCC. Kelsey calling from Tennessee. Been listening to you guys for forever. Love the show. I am currently listening to your most recent listener episode um, with voicemails. I actually just paused it to call because I knew I would forget if I didn't do it right now. So Laura from Columbus, Ohio, just called in and asked about subtle office merch. So I wanted to make sure that you and all of my fellow listeners know that the Scranton Wilkesbury Penguins hockey team sells t-shirts and authentic jerseys on their website that say 
from Dwight, number one, on the back, just like oh. the one that Dwight gifted Michael. So thought you all might, might want to know that, and uh, hopefully we can sell that store out. Damn it, Amazing. I'm getting pulled over for talking on my cell phone. <laughs> Whoa. Classic. That's uh, awesome. That is cool. I'm looking at these jerseys now. They're pretty sweet. That is a so we we there was some talk of like what's what's some good subtle, what's really subtle merch? You know, like can you make office stuff that doesn't say the office or doesn't mm-hmm. really allude to it? Um, and having having a, a, a Wilkes Bar like Penguins jersey that's that's deep. I don't know if anyone would get that, but it would help to have that on the back as well. That's good. That's yeah. good. You know, I'm just going to mention, too, that we got a, an interesting email from uh, Amber, uh, mm. who, um, well, first of all, there are photos in this email of her visiting Scranton and Cooper's and Alfredo's Pizza Cafe. So this is this oh, is yeah. a super cool email, and I'd love to chat about it more when Edwin's on the show. But um, she says that uh, Wilkes-Barre has several pronunciations. Everybody says it differently. Yes. It sounds like Wilkes-Barre, 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 Wilkes-Barre. Mm-hmm. Um, it's interesting. <laughs> it's interesting, the ghosts. Uh, no, but there is a, uh, there's there's also t-shirt and long sleeve t-shirt. Yeah, from Dwight, number one. Uh, those are only $26, $28. That's affordable, folks. That's affordable. Um, get on there. Get those shirts. Nice. Yeah, official Wilkes-Barre Scranton Penguins team store. Sell them out. Let, I want to see a huge spike in sales, from and I Dwight. want them to know That's it came so from sick. us. That's um, so sick. Yeah, great one. All right, should we do one more here? Yeah. Yeah, we got time Let's for one it. more. We're gonna end with we're gonna end where we started, and you know who that is. That's gonna be Jacob, down in, hey. down in Mifflin, Phoenix, the regional director in charge of sales of the Southwest area, <laughs> Mr. Jacob. Hey, what up, Cynthia? It's Jacob Dunman from Phoenix. Uh, you know, we always all take the time to shout y'all out and give you praise and appreciation. And I do. Uh, I love your show. You know that. Uh, but I want to give a shout to the community, uh, everybody, the talk, the casual listeners, the committed listeners, the day oneers, the in betweeners, the quarantiners, whoever it may be. Uh, having you guys there in this listenership like I don't know some of you probably understand it. it's like a bond you know what I mean like you're listening and somebody calls in and leaves a voicemail and you're like hey that was a good voicemail you know uh, kind of Austin or whoever uh, dude from I think it's Aaron from Spokane he leaves some good stuff uh, of course PK and Nami always ended up and Jimmy uh, those are the killers and Daddy is of course <laughs> been a little radio silent uh, but it's okay um but I just wanted to give a shout out to everybody real quick because uh, without us, the show doesn't go, right? You know? <laughs> just saying. <laughs> Anyways, I'll catch you guys on Flippity Flip. Can't wait for new content. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Um, I swear to God we played that at the end of the last voicemail uh, bag. Episode. We did not. No? We. It was a very similar pro- one. Really? Oh, okay. All right. It was a very um, similar one where he actually did more specific shout outs to each listener. Oh, man. All right. Cool. Well, dude. Yeah, I, I, I love that. I love that. Um, and it's so true, man. Listen, thank you all so much to all of our listeners, uh, for the people who call in, uh, for the people who write to us, yeah. to the Scott's thoughts. Um, yeah, you guys make this show possible. Uh, I never thought that we would be able to do so many of these voicemail episodes, and they are my favorite type of episode that we do now yeah. because it's, it's Real. just really fun to interact with you guys and kind of build on theories or things that we've mentioned before, or, you know, mm-hmm. kind of have these debates about, you know, whether or not Oscar was, is gossiping or trying to tell Dwight that's his kid. Um, yeah. I, uh, I just appreciate everybody and, and that all these voicemails are always like really funny. And I just love when everyone calls in and says, what's up my nerds. And yeah. What, what up, up Cynthia? Cynthia? Or, I'm getting pulled yeah, over I mean, for talking on my phone. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love that it's stuff, man. Bits. It's just like, we're, we're having a good time. We're having fun. Um, do you remember so, yeah, too, think- we started, we set up the voicemail line and it was like, is anyone going to call? 
Like, what? <laughs> yeah. And we, you know, we started getting them. I was like, oh my God, someone left a voicemail. And we now, actually have like six voicemails. We could do an episode. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, I remember. Like, okay. The first time we did one, it was like, I think we yeah. have enough. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which was very exciting. And now there's, we got hundreds and hundreds sitting in there uh, at any given time for us to sift through. There's a lot. And That's awesome. So I want to echo what Jacob said, which is the show doesn't go without y'all. The show doesn't and, go. Uh, yeah. Very thankful for you. So we, we hope to keep delivering this this premium content here uh through the holidays and um you know we'll, we'll we be there with you on yeah. your long drives yeah. on your chores if you want to fall asleep to us that's fine you know you want to wake up to us great use this as an alarm and <laughs> and if you want to call us call us oh. at 503-694-9314 leave us a voicemail uh of course we like to play them on the show Best way to email us is uh, get a hold of us is email mspodcastcompany at gmail.com. Uh, we have our merch store, mspcstore.com, where we got mugs and a t shirt. Mm. <laughs> and uh, uh, you can join our Discord. That's open to everyone. But if you join our Patreon, you get to go to the secret channels of Discord and you can join Patreon at patreon.com slash Michael Scott. Five bucks a month gets you Scott's Tots access to mailbag episodes every month mm. and ad-free main feed episodes and lots of other bonus content that you've heard about. Uh, and, of course, we donate a portion of those funds to the Thurgood Marshall College Fund. Uh, very special thanks to our Patreon supporters. Uh, without you guys, we couldn't be doing this. And uh, to Kayla and Brianna, who run our Discord. Thank you to Ryan Lloyd, who designs all our artwork. This episode was recorded on location in Portland, Oregon. And that's it. Not Zurich, Switzerland today. Quick quick thing before I sign off. Or Vietnam. Quick thing before <laughs> I sign off. Uh, it's Spotify wrapped season for those of you oh, that yeah. listen on Spotify. So send us your screenshots. Send us, send us your stats from this show. We'll do a Spotify wrapped review at some point in December. So, Oh, that'd be fun. Yeah. Send, yeah. Us, send us your stuff. Cool. Um, thanks for listening. Stay safe. We'll see you next week. Is that exactly what Edwin Great said? Job. I think that's Great it. Job. Thanks. Thanks. I always tune out. Pippity poppy, give him this up. Yes, yes sir. Closing time. Every new beginning comes from some other beginnings. And good night. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.